Welcome to From Uniforms to Unicorns. This podcast is all about our experience as female corrections officers, our challenges, our triumphs, and our transitions out of the career. Lauren and I have always had a significant bond friends, moms, and business owners that happen to be in prison. Life attempted to separate us, but we always found a way back to each other through huge life milestones, tragedy, and random text messages saying, I thought of you today. We know there's huge curiosity surrounding these topics, and we aren't the only ones that struggle. There are also incredible stories just waiting to be shared, and we want this to be a safe place for us and you to talk about the often unspoken world of corrections. Grab a coffee, head out on a walk, or just take a break. Let me warn you, we have no idea what we're doing. From uniforms to uniforms. From Uniforms to Unicorns is sponsored by Brand 47 Coffee, which was founded by Holly and Alex, both first responders looking to create a sustainable business to pass on to their two sons with Down syndrome, Jax and Nico. Thinking about the future has always been in the forefront of their heads for their boys, creating meaningful employment and independence as adults. The only way to do that was to create it. Brand 47 Coffee Co. provides the most unique and fun-flavored coffee. Seriously, it is so good. Our Mine and Sharon's favorite is the Coco Loco. It's coconut-infused. It is to die for. All of their coffee is small-batched and roasted to order. They are incredible people doing incredible things. Their vision is to keep the world caffeinated, to stay special, and be extra. You can find them at brand47coffee.com. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Lauren. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. It's been a while again. Uh, yes. It feels like forever when, when we do this consecutively for a long time, and then all of a sudden there's a big break in between it. I know. It's crappy. But I'm glad to see you. I'm happy to see you too. It's an evening record tonight. Yeah, so. it is an evening record. <laughs> real life is getting in the way of podcasts. real life is getting in the way but we are making it happen so that's all that matters totally so we're excited today we're bringing you Sachin Lati he's from Vancouver and here he is here he is hi Sachin hi. how you doing how you guys good we're good awesome I don't want to get yeah. cut off here you're good you know what we don't we don't do the video anyways we just okay, cool. uh, send the auto okay. so you're good all right we're good then yeah, okay. you can cut off half your face if you need to. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nice to meet you. We're so happy yeah, nice to have you. Guys you. Too. Thanks, and thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, you yeah. bet. We're always super excited to hear about initiatives that first responders. Um, yeah, have. I mean, especially like I got I got a lot going on here, so I want to be able to share it with as many people so that we can uh, get the message out there. Yes, we. That's exactly what we want too. We want you to tell everybody. <laughs> What is going on? But first of all, we want to know how, how did you start off in law enforcement? Okay. So, um, I, yeah, I work in law enforcement. I've been working in law enforcement for about 16 years. Um, I'm on a canine unit now. So I've been uh, on a canine unit for the last three. Um, yeah. So before that I had a little bit of military service and then went to school. So nothing too, uh, crazy, but, um, essentially the, the last little while over the last three years or so I've been uh oh a lot of things have changed in my life um you know I'm currently still working obviously uh, but I've had a significant paradigm shift in perspective um mm. where I I feel like I'm in a place where I work that uh, isn't really where I should be 
right? And, and I feel like I need to evolve into a different area, which I'm kind of doing. I'm in the process of doing that and everyone's able to see it and witness it while it happens. But uh, having said that, um, over the last three or four years, I've uh, dealt with like a lot of stuff like everybody else in terms of the pandemic and, um, you know, how that's affected everyone's lives. And I went through a, a separation and a divorce over the last three, four or five years, which um, motivated me to start reflecting on where I was in my life and, and uh, how I got there. And um, so I got some help. Um, uh, first with a counselor, then a therapist. And now I see a psychologist on a regular basis. And- um, Which so is so important. Process, Right. And I'm, I, uh, I'm surprised it took me this long to do this. Right. <laughs> right. The, the way I kind of look at it, look, I work out a lot, um, a lot, like almost too much. And, um, I'm not going to not see a physiotherapist. I'm not, not going to see a massage person or go to like, um, an ice bath or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing. We work in law enforcement. We're stressed all the time. We, we deal with high stress situations and and even if you're not in law enforcement, everyone deals with stress in life. Why wouldn't you do something to manage or massage your brain, right? Like, mm -hmm. so Absolutely. Absolutely. To me, it's logic. Um, it makes perfect sense to me. And uh, it's so just I the stigma it. around it, right? Like That's it's right. the stigma that has been put on it for so long. Even when, yeah, I, so I'll, when I say like, oh, I see a, a therapist or a, a psychologist or like, Oh, you tell people that? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, it's, just, yeah. it's just like saying I saw the fucking doctor last week, guys. Exactly. That, there's no big deal. <laughs> so I, think, I, think, I think part of the issue is that, um, and I agree with you, I think it's not like it shouldn't be a stigma, nothing, right? Mm -hmm. But I think part of the problem is people just want to be able to point fingers at others and, mm -hmm. and look above them. So, what I've, I mean, this organically just happened. Um, I work out a lot. Right. And um, I'm fairly strong and uh, I know martial arts. And so if someone were to point their finger at me and say, hey, you're weak for going to see a psychologist. Well, that argument doesn't hold. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because I'm not physically weak. I'm mm -hmm. fairly strong and I'm strong enough to be able to go see somebody when I need the help. It's it makes perfect sense. So mm -hmm. um, usually when I have that conversation with people and I talk to them in this manner, then they quickly realize that they're standing on what is it shallow ground or yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah. whatever the phrase is uh, <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so um i agree but yeah so i started um reflecting and um i was dealing with a lot of personal issues and, and things that started surfacing in from my life that uh, i never thought would ever surface hmm. and um so I, then i started um I started trying to uh, just taking out a lot of things. I wanted to unplug and just kind of recenter myself, right? Mm -hmm, and through mm -hmm. that process, was going to see a psychologist and was starting to do physical activity. But the pandemic stopped that. I wasn't able to do it, so I was hitting pretty dark spots, right? Because I've been—I'm a very physical person, and I've been told not to do something. And I'm in a particular moment when I actually need to do it. Mm -hmm. like it's not even it's not even a choice it's like mandatory if i don't do it then this bad things are going to happen right. um, in terms of like behaviors right because i know mm -hmm. how i am mm -hmm. so anyways that led me to uh, start searching researching um i was not a huge reader but i started reading um i picked up a couple books i, I picked up um 
Jordan Peterson's book, That 12 Rules for Life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, uh, Jocko Willing's Extreme Ownership. Ah, and yeah. Picked up uh, David Goggins' Can't Hurt Me. I saw that on your social media. You talk a lot about David, and I read that book. It's, a, mm-hmm. it's incredible. It's yeah, so good. So I read all of them, and um, they all spoke to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and But particularly the Goggins stuff spoke to me because I experienced some of the stuff that he had. And I'm um, very, fairly physical, but not to the level that he is. Well, not yet anyways. And uh, so I said, okay, you know what? I've always hated to run. Like I've always hated it. I was never good at it. Fucking shit. Yeah. Sorry, you hate it because you suck at it, right? Yeah, <laughs> no, you, you can swear. You can wait, swear, wait, yeah. I click the button. I click the explicit button. There we go. I'm not swearing. I'm not swearing. So, um, so what is, I forgot my train of thought there. Um, <laughs> about hating to run. How you, you hated to run. So bad. Yeah. Running. And um, so I decided that would be the first thing to do, right? So I started running. And um, I would I set up a goal to do like three, five Ks a week. And I did mm-hmm. that not fairly, you know, well or not. I don't, I don't know because I had no frame of reference. I never ran before. Mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, eventually I picked it up even more. And then I started getting better at it. And then. Part of my mental health sort of issues is that I start getting really obsessed with things and I go all in. And mm-hmm. um, so it's kind of what I did. Mm-hmm. And then I started grinding, pushing. And then eventually I said, okay, well, I'm at a point now where um, I need to do something positive with this because I was in such a dark spot. I was like, I needed to do something to feel good. Right. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, I need to leverage this for positivity. Um, let's, let's run a hundred kilometers and raise money for charity. Yes, nice. so good. Like I, I don't know why I did that. I just I I, I like to go for uh, reaching for goals, and I usually when I set them, I try to set them pretty high. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I was reading and hearing about different types of people that would do significant things. I thought, okay, well I can do that. Like I'm, I'm pretty fit, and if I can't, let's figure it out, right? Let's push through, mm-hmm. and then help people. So I had never fundraised my entire life. I've never run a hundred kilometers. I've never trained for. <laughs> That's exactly right. There's, there's no difference between me and anybody else, to be fair, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I, um, I, uh, I said, okay, let's, let's figure this out. Um, I started training myself to run. And mind you, all this, this is when I first, I actually got diagnosed, actually, um, with severe anxiety and depression. So I had a, uh, a February of last year, I had a, a major depressive episode. And um, so that precipitated a lot of this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, why I'm so connected with the mental health piece and why I am so driven to do as much as I possibly can uh, with the skill sets that I have. Because you've so been skill- there. Yeah. Been there. So the, with the skill sets that I have, I want to be able to make a difference. Absolutely. And good. I know the so type of person good. I am. I'm uh, When I set a goal, I always get it. So that for me in my mind i'm obligated to do this because i can and that other person can't and saying it out loud like just like i'm gonna do this put it on the internet shit i really gotta do it right like as soon as it's out there you're like i'm the same as you that's kind of how i do things right like people tell me you shouldn't tell people that but i go for me that's how i hold myself accountable to myself do it because i and this is my own issues but the my self-worth piece is attached to it. It's not good. 
So I need to throw that out there to prove myself, right? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. essentially how I mentally make myself do shit or stuff. Sorry. No, <laughs> don't be sorry. Hey, uh, I'll tell you another book that's really good. High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. I think you'd actually really like that one. Okay, cool. Done. Oh. I'll, I'll grab that one too then. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, here's, a, and here's the thing too, like, I know so much about like mental health and physical health and all that stuff. And I did 75 hard. I'm sure you've heard of it uh, last year. And I know like the physical piece is so much more about the mental piece, right? Yeah. That yep. piece of saying like, I'm going to run this far at it. You can do it. But the second your shitty brain or those gremlins come in and say, you can't, yep. you, you literally can't. Right. So it's the, the pushing those negative thoughts aside and saying, yes. I'm going to check these later. I still have them. I know they're here, but right now, these aren't the thoughts I need. These aren't the thought, thoughts that are going to get me through so, this. So everyone has them. Everyone, everyone has them. Yes. Fitness level you are. Now, having said that, I didn't feel that for the hundred. Okay. Right. Having said, we all feel the same thing. It just, the levels might be different. So for the hundred kilometers, I didn't, I wasn't scared at all. Okay. I knew I was going to do it. The only thing I needed to do was train for it. Okay. And I knew if I trained myself for a year, I could do it. Mm -hmm. So I used 200 hours of my vacation leave to do it. Cool. Like, I didn't use cool. any of my, my own personal time. I used all my work time to do it. So, um, cause I figured we're not going to take any holidays anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And we're not going anywhere. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. So anyway, so I knew I could do that, not to be arrogant, but I know my body. So I knew if I just grinded enough, look, I, I walked for 10 hours, right? So, I mean, if yeah. I can walk for 10 hours, how much more, like I, all I need to put in work, then I can maybe run and walk for 10 hours. Mm -hmm. So I started breaking down the problem, right? Yeah. I, if you put it in as a big piece, you yeah. can't really, it's like, holy shit, yes. right? But so now, okay, so remembering that, my real goal is not the 100, wasn't the 100 kilometers. My real goal is 2025 running across Canada. So for me to do that 100 kilometers was a proof of concept for me. That's it. Yeah. So the hard part for me, so like the piece that we were talking about, like that's the running across Canada piece. It's taken yeah. me three months. So uh, I compete a lot in various different modalities, right? So jiu-jitsu and bodybuilding. Um, usually for me to get my mind wrapped around something to achieve it takes me not very long to get there. Um, for me to wrap my head around to think I could even do it took me three months to believe in myself to know that I can get across Canada. Mm -hmm. The first day I was like, what the fuck am I? I can't do this. I'm no, who's going to help me? I'm yeah. a piece of garbage. I'm like, all these things that are going through my head. I had to change that internal dialogue to yes. believe that I can do it. So mm -hmm. to this day now, I'm knowing I'm going to run across Canada. I know for a fact. It's yeah, not even a yeah. doubt in my mind, but it, you have to get the Good. journey that three months, not quit in that journey to get there mm -hmm. because it's a grind every single day to mentally yes, get is. yourself to believe it. Mm -hmm. So most people, what they do is they quit before they get to that three month mark mm -hmm. or whatever that month mark is, but you can't. So if I quit before I reach that three month mark, then I wouldn't run across Canada, which is going to happen, which is a million dollars is going to go to people that need it. Yes, right? so for, so good. for for uh for the mental health or 
first responders, just any veteran, first responder, whoever, I don't give a fuck who it is, yeah. but that's the whole point what we're doing it for. So, mm -hmm. um, anyway, sorry, I went on a tangent there. No, we, no we, here's the thing I think about though, because so here's what I think. You're like, <laughs> I'm going to run a thousand kilometers that or 6,000, a run across Canada, 6,000 kilometers, right? Like I'm going to do this. Here's yeah. what people do. And here's what stops them, which I think is really interesting because I had this conversation today. It's like, if I'm going to go to the gym, I've done this so many times that it's like, I just get up and I go to the gym. It's like driving a car, right? Whereas yes. lots of people that are starting out like this, it's like, oh, I'm going to run across Canada. Oh shit. Where am I going to stay? What hotel am I going to stay in? Who's going to drive yeah, that's me? Right. And then they just say, I can't do it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that, that, that mental toughness that you've already built just says, I'm just going to do it. I don't know the yeah. steps. And everybody yeah. says that about me. They're like, or jumps off the fucking building for yes. like a thousand people <laughs> where they're in touch. We'll figure it out on the way down. So true. I want to make one distinction there. One, just one little yeah, bit of a distinction. Um, so why I feel like can, why I know I can do this is because I've done multiple difficult things before. Mm -hmm. So I built the confidence in this specific yeah. area. Yeah. Right. So I ran hundred kilometers. I never trained myself. To, I trained myself to do that. No one fucking helped me. Yeah. yeah. I did that all by myself. Yeah. I never ran before. I, my, yeah. I never ran a 10 kilometers before my entire life. I fucking ran that, um, hundred kilometers. Right. So <laughs> to say that, uh, Oh yeah, I'm a gifted athlete. No, <laughs> it's, gifted athlete, it's straight determination and will. That and, so much, and so much is probably connected and maybe I'm wrong. Uh, it to the why, right? It's like, yeah. I am doing this to serve others and crush the stigma, give money to the people that need it because I've been there, right? Mm -hmm. The why. I was, uh, it's so, um, I was speaking to another advocate in Ottawa, uh, who's, I think he's fairly well known. And, uh, and, uh, was, I was, he was, what was he asking? He was asking me, like, I was basically telling what the vision is, right? And I was saying what it is. And he's like, have I met you before? Like, I've never heard of you. And I was like, yeah, I know. I'm new to this fucking realm. <laughs> I'm coming here to do this one thing. And then I'm going to go once back under the rock I came <laughs> I'm not here to do anything else. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, you're not. This community yeah. is so amazing. Yeah. It's like, you will stay. But you can go back to Iraq, but I don't think you want to. No. But the, but the, but, but the, the sentiment is that, right? I'm not yeah. here. To, like, I understand, like, I'm new kind of to this sort of uh, this world of fundraising or, or trying to get the word out there. Um, I'm sorry I'm late, right? Um, yeah. But I feel You're exactly that where not, you're supposed to be. Exactly yeah. where you're I, supposed to be. I feel like I have... Um, and this is me taking a step back and reflecting for three years. So when I say that I was, I took an opportunity that 99.9% .9 of the people never take, which is time. And yes. most people don't do that I, because people have lives. People have to take care of the kids. People have to go to work. People have to do yeah. I didn't do that. Like, I mean, what I did, I still went to work, but I, I unplugged a bit at work. Mm -hmm. And not like I didn't do my job, but I did my job, but I just kind of took a bit of a step back and my management was aware of where I was at and I mm -hmm. let them know and they gave me the, the, the leeway to do that, which was awesome. Right? Amazing. Amazing. And, um, Most organizations aren't that don't. phenomenal. Well, I wouldn't say it's an organization. I would say as an organization, maybe not, 
but okay. I've been in this environment for 16 years and right. I know the people that work around me and they're yes. all good people. Mm-hmm. So, and they all know what kind of person I am. I just ran hundred kilometers to raise money for people. And they all know I'm, I, I'm not, um, I, don't, I don't make any secret about it. Everybody, I tell them what my mental health issues are. I got anxiety and depression straight up. I'm not fucking lying about it. It's, yeah. it's, it's right there. So if people know about it. I work good. I want you to know about it. Mm-hmm. Just if I have a broken arm, you should know that. I can't yes. do certain things at certain times. You're right. I can't help so you. Good. That's right? that's so important that all of that. And did you realize this stuff on your own? Like yeah. I'm saying, was it something in you that you said, I have to, ch-? No, I'm not saying, did you diagnose yourself? No. I'm saying you noticed somewhere somewhere in yourself that something had to change. Um, probably... <laughs> probably when I got my divorce. Yeah. So I probably should have looked at it a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, my ex-wife's a good person. Yes. A really good person. And uh, I wasn't a good husband, right? Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know why I wasn't a good husband. Right. So I spent time trying to figure it out. And other things started coming out of the woodwork. Yes. And then I was like, oh, wait the fucking second. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on here? Mm-hmm. I was so fucking muddled up and trauma adds to it. Right? Mm-hmm. And then um, self-worth and all these different other things should have been up. Like, I'm only now becoming yes. who I should be. Yeah. So that's why I feel that hmm, I don't want to sound like I'm being very arrogant because that's not what I'm trying to sound like, but I feel like I have something to give. Yes. And that's not um, arrogant. Well, I'm trying to tone it down a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, you deserve to be arrogant. I mean, it's, it's a lot to, to recognize things. And like you're saying from a, from a divorce or separation to look at yourself and say, hey, I wasn't a good person. And to take time, like you said, and reflect on that. So that, I, I want like, to to me, bit, that's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to, and I appreciate that. I just want to make a little bit of a distinction on what you just said there. And, and not that you meant it, but I think words are important, right? And I think um, saying, like you, you didn't say this, but saying, oh, I'm a good person. I wasn't a good person. I was always a good person. Mm-hmm. I had bad habits or some bad behaviors mm-hmm. or, or um, tendencies or whatever. So I was never a bad person. I think most people aren't bad. I think mm-hmm. maybe some other issues might have come up in their lives and they took a tangent over this way and another thing went that way and unfortunate things may have happened. Look, I could have been in a way worse spot here. Like mm-hmm. reflecting back on my life, I, I could have been dead. Like all things could have happened. Who knows, right? So um, I think it's, I feel because of my life experiences, and I haven't even told you like a sliver of them, um, (laughs) based on my life experiences and what I've experienced now and the amount of time I reflected, and most people don't get that opportunity, Mm -hmm. I feel like I uh, I have a lot to offer, uh, to give, not even offer, just to give, right? Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. um, feel obligated to do it so um that's why i'm coming out of my rock to do it (laughs) so good very good and i and i uh, feel look i 
and hate like I'm not uh, a saint, right? So I'm not. Yeah. I don't want people to get the impression that I'm a fucking, um, you know, do everything and walk on water and shit. I'm, I've done <laughs> lots of bad things, um, but I'm just trying to be a better person for everybody around me. Mm-hmm. So every single day, I try to do better things or um, try to be better. So I think for me, it's healing to run across Canada. Yes. Truth be told. Uh, in all honesty, yeah, I want to help people. Yeah, I want to raise awareness and help with the stigma. But I want to fucking help myself. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is um, not financial, because I don't give a shit about money, right? Like, if I wanted money, I wouldn't be working for the government. I'd be, like, you know, doing something <laughs> different, right? Uh, I, want to serve. I want to serve the collective, right? And to serve, how best can I serve, right? Mm-hmm. And how best can I serve isn't in my current environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can I can only help a certain number of people there. Mm-hmm. And I need to break free so I can help more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I feel I can help more based on the certain skill sets I have. I have a couple. And people tell me, oh, you shouldn't be like uh, too hard on yourself, this, that, that. But this is fucking reality. I have a couple really exceptional skill sets. Mm-hmm. And below average most everything else so i want to maximize those skill sets because if i maximize those skill sets they can be better than most people mm-hmm. and if that's a possibility and i can run across canada then i fucking have to do it mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah right? and I, I had a very good mentor that said to me when you attach yourself to the service and the purpose uh and the passion behind it wealth is abundant and it's not financial right, right. it's 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 wealth in fulfillment and love and yep. self-worth right it's and that is that's something you you nobody can give you no the, you can give it to yourself yeah you can give it to yourself but no one can give it to you and you, so how i've been giving it to myself really has been uh over the last couple of years a lot more because I never, um, I never uh, gave myself credit for anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. even when I used to compete in certain types of things, if I did well, I'd always shit on it. If I'd win a tournament, I would be like, oh, that wasn't good enough or whatever, right? So um, now I'm trying to understand or appreciate living in the moment and the things around me and not mm-hmm. projecting in the future what could or couldn't happen or perception of people, whatever. Mm-hmm. I should be happy with the successes that I have. Yes. And so appreciate the 100 kilometers that I ran mm-hmm. in support of people to help raise money. That's a, that was a good thing. Yeah. So I should sit in that and appreciate it rather than uh, looking to the next thing. And that's, and that's your, I feel like that's a training because I, there's, and I don't mean like not everybody goes to, it's only law enforcement or first responders, but I feel like we're, we're trained to anticipate what's coming next. And we, we, we have a really, I had a really hard time separating this from work from home to all of the things, even like I've talked about this significantly, my sleeping. Like I would be like, did I do this? Did I do this? What was going to happen if I didn't, you know, dot this I, cross this T, like all of the things. And I feel like it is harder for us to step back to, 
meditation. Oh my gosh. It's not my, it's not my forte. I do it and I hate it. And I know one day I'll love it. Um, but I just had a really cool conversation with an art therapist and a, a meditation. She's a paramedic in Calgary. And it was so cool to just listen to her talk about, you know, being in the moment. And I'm like, I'm so bad at this, even though I practice it all the time, I know it will get better, but we are, we're trained our we're we're trained to anticipate everything that's coming there's also a couple exactly. things you can do too right to help improve uh, that um, staying in the moment because well i'm no one to give advice on it because i'm shitty at it but <laughs> Me too. Me uh, too. Um, i know what kind of person i am right so if i want to start a new habit such as let's say meditating i know it's going to be good for me 100 meditation is good no doubt but i know what kind of person i am so if I want to introduce that new uh, method of relaxation, I need to find a way to incorporate it. Because mm-hmm. if I'm just going to just do it, it's not happening. I need something to get me started, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for me, I have to find that thing. So I picked up archery, right? Or at least I'm going to start. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of like shooting, right? But it's less loud (laughs) it's quiet (laughs) shooting and i think a little bit more skill involved right and um i don't know but there's there is a meditative aspect to it because you are pulling you're breathing you're concentrating on a target and you release and you Mm -hmm. just it's almost like a um a rhythm to it right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. if i'm going to start i can at least start the practice there with yeah. a, a tool that'll get me, you know, crack mm-hmm. the door open. And then over a period of time, then I can introduce meditation at a higher level, right? Yes. So yes. for people to jump into something just like that, okay, well, maybe it's not going to happen. Let's figure out ways to, like an intermediate, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. bring and it in here. Remember Sharon talk, uh, Mo talked about this with music and how mm-hmm. rhythm is so important to meditation and presence right? And presence. A yeah. lot of us pay attention to the sounds and the rhythms. And well, if you look at like, um, let's say, um, Eastern meditation, a lot yeah. of like music, sound, and look, meditations from, from out East, right? Thousands and yeah. thousands of years old. It's all, a lot of it has music to it. I mean, mm-hmm. or a chanting to it, yeah. right? Which is a rhythm. Sound, right? right? It's a sound of some sort, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it helps you get into a state. And then it can help you stay in it. Like, well, when you're running, or at least for me now, music might help, right? Why? It helps with a rhythm. You're breathing. Mm-hmm. People think you're distracted. Okay, let's think deeper on that. What is it actually? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. people don't really critically think on anything, right? So if I'm going to ask or suggest anything, I would suggest let's critically think on everything, right? Mm-hmm. So, and not just on the news. I mean, fucking everything like yeah. uh, for example i was running i was trying to run a certain amount right in a week let's say it was uh one day 21 kilometers and another day was like say 30 right so it'd be 50 for the week i would, I would be sore right so be, oh so what's going on here what's happening i try to figure out a way like let's solve that problem what am i doing so you don't quit you continue doing it until you figure out the solution and then when you figure out the solution, then you can move on to the next level instead Absolutely. of 
quitting. <laughs> so making excuses, right? Making excuses. Making excuses. So I didn't find an excuse. My goal was to get to, um, what was it, that 21 kilometers and a 42 on a Saturday. So it would be a, a half marathon on a Tuesday and a marathon on a Saturday. And I was getting, uh, and I, you know, it was, it was hard. I was like, what the heck? I can't figure this out. And so I started looking for areas to pull information from. And this was a, a runner, endurance runner named Cam Haynes. And he runs a marathon a day, about 42 kilometers. Has a Holy full-time crap. job. Wow. He has, he has a full-time job, runs 42 kilometers a day, and is in his 50s. Right? Wow. Yeah. So I was like, if he can do it, <laughs> yeah. I can do that. So how does he do it? Right. So I was racking my brain, doing some research, and then I started figuring it out. He runs every single day. So I had, then I, but the solution was just me racking my brain trying to figure it out. Had I mm -hmm. quit, I wouldn't have figured out you got to have more repetition, more repetition, more, mm -hmm. you know, do it more often. Be more consistent. Doing, more consistent. As soon as I started doing that, I saw the increase in an improvement. So just because I was running a lot in two days, mm -hmm. I, should, I just needed to lower the amount of it and do it more frequently. Right. right. And to then build I the stamina. Increase. Yeah. And then I can increase it. So, which I, so I should thank, actually, I've, I, I jump around on tangents a lot. So, you don't mind. <laughs> so the campaigns, campaigns, the reason why I'm bringing him up is uh, when I do run across Canada, I have three personal goals. I have three personal goals and um, nothing really financial, to be honest. They're just silly personal goals that help me get to where I am now. And that will help drive me across Canada. One of them is Cam Haynes was a motivation or an inspiration for me because he's the guy who's running marathons a day in his 50s. So that motivated me to figure out how to run more. And that got me to running every single day, which in turn got me to run 21 kilometers in a week. So like I was, I set a challenge myself to run a half marathon every day. So I did that for a week. So once I completed that task, which was last year, I then came to the conclusion I was able to run a marathon a day because it's not that much harder for me to push to 42K, right? So I would thank Cam Haynes for that because uh -huh. that, thinking about running across Canada. Because yeah. if I run across Canada, that means I have to do 42 kilometers a day. Mm -hmm. 42 kilometers a day for six months. So, Holy shit. That's lots. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I didn't, so, I actually uh, didn't put it into that perspective. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. Well, actually I would break it down even further. I'd probably make it even easier. I'd do like 30 kilometers Monday to Friday and then do like Saturday and Sunday, 21 and 21. So I'd run seven days a week, but a little bit less so that I would be able to manage it a bit easier. Wow. Who knows? That might change. That yeah, might change. yeah, that's okay. You do, you do you. You just run across Canada, you just and we'll just cheer you on. No, but um, where was I? Uh, yeah, so I would thank Cam Haynes for, Cam Haynes for that because that got me to no understanding it was possible for me to do it. Right. So as soon as I realized it was possible, then I know I can do it. Then I moved in that direction. So thank you, Cam Haynes. Yeah. Number two, um, I want to. I would like to thank Cam, uh, David Goggins because mm -hmm. he's what precipitated me to freaking run. Yeah. I read a well, two things. A friend of mine who was already running a little bit, and I, he was egging me on a bit to run with him. And then, uh, and then that uh, Goggins Can't Hurt Me book. Mm -hmm. So that got me motivated to start running. And then uh, one other goal. I'll explain what the goals are, but the third person is Joe Rogan. He's not a, he's a, 
you know, he's a controversial figure, but uh, for, for me, I, I find uh, some of his podcasts quite entertaining and uh, a lot of information in them. If you want critical to thinking. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so it's very critical. So I like to listen to various different topics so I can make my own decision as to where things lie for me. Yeah. I don't want to just look at one thing. I want to look at a breadth and depth of information so I can make an informed decision on any aspect of things I, I like to do. So Joe Rogan, I feel, provides that. So the three goals that are, are for me, when I'm running across Canada, I'm going to make sure that David Goggins runs 50 kilometers. With nice. one <laughs> the second goal is to run 50 kilometers with Cameron Haynes with me. One leg across Canada. doesn't matter where they can make yeah, it. Yeah, you just, yeah, show up, run. Good. <laughs> yeah. And then um, uh, in uh, 2026, after I run across Canada, I'll be on Joe Rogan. Those are three cool. Things. Oh, nice. Very cool. Yeah, very Everything cool. else, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I want to know, know how, about how everything do... else. What I mean is, like, personally, I don't need anything else. Right, exactly. Yeah. But how, how do people get involved with it? I want to know where we find you. Okay, so, um, oh, there's so yeah. one more thing I want to talk about. Yeah, before please. We wrap things up too much. No, so, no, we're not wrapping up yet. No, I'm, I'm just throwing up. shit out there. <laughs> I, I, I talk about what's happening for this year. Yeah, <laughs> please. So, um, because, yes, in 2025, the goal is to ultimately run across Canada to raise a million dollars for first responders uh, and veterans' mental health issues. But I have three years, right? So I have to condition, the reason why I have three years is because I need to condition my body to be able to handle the punishment of 42 kilometers every single day for six months. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for me to do that, I need to up the training, right? So last year I, I, I ran close to 2,800 kilometers for the entire year, who's part of the training. Um, mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to build up to close to 6,000. So like yeah. around, 40, around 45, 4,600 before I even make it to the, across the country. So, um, so for me to stay motivated, I have to continue with the, uh, or doing what I'm doing. So last year, uh, we uh, ran that 100 kilometers to raise funds for the uh, BC Yukon uh, command for their uh, legion. Uh, mm -hmm. We raised almost $21,000 that went straight to PTSD and PTSD canine dogs for veterans. Yeah, this, year, nice. this year's goal is gonna be $30,000 which is going to be going to uh, Honor Ranch, which is in Ashcroft, BC. Mm -hmm. um, it's a, a sister company of, or sister unit or whatever of uh, Honor House, which is in New Westminster, BC. Mm -hmm. And what they do is they support and help all first responders and veterans and uh, any veterans, so all veterans. Um, with occupational stress injuries, these ranches. So um, nice. the, the ranch needs some support to help with their construction or at least finishing off the construction. I think they have 10 houses there or cabins um, that they're trying to finish off. And um, so the 30,000 is gonna go straight to there. Now for that 30,000, I'm gonna put in some work, right? I'm not gonna yeah. be asking people to donate for no reason, right? So yeah. the work I'm gonna be putting in is quite significant this year. I'm gonna have a fundraising season as opposed to just one day which was November 7th of last year. So November 6th of this year, I'll still run that 100 kilometers from Chilliwack, BC to the Vancouver International Airport. Um, I'll still have that run. But uh, uh, in March, um, towards the end of March, I'll do Goggins 4x448. Uh, David Goggins has a run um, that I'll do 
by myself, um, which is four miles every four hours for 48 hours. And then, um, and then in April 29th, there's a race called the last person standing in BC, uh, Salmon Arm, BC. Um, that one's goal is basically for me, I want to be able to run a hundred miles in 24 hours on that day. So, um, that's the goal for that. <clears throat> and then, uh, well, February 5th, actually February 5th, I have a jiu-jitsu tournament, but you know, whatever, that'll be fun. I'll, 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 I'll have fun there. And then in, uh, <laughs> and then in June, I'll be going to Edmonton. I got a 50 kilometer race. I'm going to be doing there. Oh, I'm um, by Edmonton. I'll come. Yeah. We'll come yeah. meet you. Awesome. I'll just be the one cheering, not running. Yeah. <laughs> and all these dates and, and, and distances, I'll, I'll post them up eventually once I have all the... the okay, and we, people who run or walk across Canada carry a unicorn with them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we have like a little unicorn. Unicorn. Uh, no I got that's in June. Um, July, I'm going to, um, to Toronto to join a group of veterans for the Ruck to Remember. They oh, doing, uh, the Ruck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know I'm going to join them for 100 Carl kilometers. McPhee then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll be, I'll be doing 100 awesome. kilometers with them. Uh, nice. I'll do the 100 with them. Yeah. And then, um, oh, what else do I got? That's July. So then uh, there's another long run in August. I just got to remember which one. And then September, Abbotsford Police Department. Mm -hmm. They put on a charity event called the West Coast Rust Run to Remember. And um, that's about 140 kilometers. Of, I think it's in four days from Victoria to BC to Abbotsford, BC. Um, they have uh, a group of different uh, law enforcement officers on each day run the 40 some odd kilometers to uh, finish the 140 total in the four days. I'll do all four days so that, um, you know, more punishment for me, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, and then that'll lead up to uh, November 6th, the run to remember. So I have about six events that are 100 kilometers-ish in nature. Um, uh, so a total of 744 kilometers I'll be running in race distance this year. And hopefully through that, we'll be able to raise a, a significant amount for Honor Ranch. Um, and also we'll be raffling off different, uh, uh, auctioning off different um, sort of goods that we're getting uh sponsors to to donate um right now we don't have a massive list of them but we have a few actually stand by one second here i got a list of things here that's awesome i i yeah there and here's the cool thing even though you're new to this community so i run a nonprofit that helps first responders and their spouses yep. um this community is probably the the most amazing place you can ever be the mm -hmm. the people here our givers, our servers are wanting to teach, are wanting to um, crush the stigma, have, have so many missions behind what they do, whether it's physical, mental, whatever, based on their skill set, right? And it's, it is really like, I've seen so, so many people come together and just be like, what can I do to help you? How can I, how can I, how can I help, can I help? you? Yeah. And it's well, not wanna, even. Well, I want to be able to figure out for my, like for what I'm trying to do, because Look, anybody who wants to join this sort of whatever I'm doing, they're more than welcome to join, right? Like, I'm, I don't, I don't. Uh, I think Sharon and I might be out. Like, we'll come watch. <laughs> but I, mean. I don't have a commodity on uh, running, right? Anybody's more welcome to join me. Yeah. But I said that. Um, 
No, I mean, it's uh, for me, I want to be able to figure out what's the most that I can do to be able to elicit people to want to be able to donate for a cause. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's so I know I can do a lot. Mm-hmm. So I want to be able to do the maximum amount that people are like, holy shit, you did that. Karen, how much can you run? How much can you run in a day? Depends. If I've got a <laughs> soccer game, I can run with a purpose, like after a ball, if I'm late, if I'm being chased, but just yeah. to run, no. No, you, no. you need a bit of a screw loose. I ain't going to lie. You need a bit of a screw loose. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. This is, we're taking I, a stick my way. <laughs> I run I run a 10K once. And, no, that's a lie. I run a 10K three times in my life and almost like I learned my lesson very hard both times because I was like, yeah, fuck, I can run a 10K. And, and I can run a 10K, but I'm not going to walk for about 10 days because <laughs> I don't train very well. It's not for everyone, but it can be if you want it to be, right? Absolutely. So if that's, if that's Absolutely. What, if that's what you want, then that's cool. And if you put your mind to it, it doesn't matter how much. It, I, like, I don't remember the hurt after my husband brings it up significantly. He's like, remember when we <laughs> ran that 10K in Hawaii and then you couldn't do anything for three days? I'm like, shut up. I know I can do anything for three days. For me, it's more of like a, it's like a diagnostic tool for me, right? Absolutely. Like I, 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 it's not like, so for me, I'm at a point, it's not like, um, I'm not trying to get in shape, right? It's not what it is. It's a different well, thing. For no, you, you don't need to get in shape if you can see this guy. No, but that's, <laughs> that's, that this but that's, is that's, like so high on his priority list. So that's, that's not really, so I guess what I'm trying to say is like when you get to a certain point in something, then I guess you critically think on it, yeah. right? How can I optimize it the best that I can? Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. What, like, so like what I mean by that is I've done tons of tournaments and jujitsu and bodybuilding. I've won medals and this, that, and the other um because it never meant anything mm-hmm. to me right but I, I ran that 100 kilometers and I raised twenty thousand dollars I didn't like that I didn't mm-hmm. earn any money out of that like I lost money right yeah but it was oh. I, uh, it was, it was more, more than anything man like the way I felt after that I felt better than anything so of course, why wouldn't I want to sacrifice more to run to feel that feeling yeah it felt pretty mm-hmm. freaking good man mm-hmm. so of, of course, course I'm gonna so of course I'm gonna train my ass off to run 750 kilometers this year to raise the money why wouldn't I do that yeah like i just try to frame it differently like what that's logically it makes like obvious sense that you'd want to be able to help as many people and then help yourself in the in the while you're doing it like that's why wouldn't you so why Mm -hmm. are more people doing it i don't know (laughs) it's it's so true right actually thinking about this um it's kind of like i I look at it like you know jocko link right you've heard of him yeah so he, you hear, like, he, I think one of his books or his sayings, he, he says, there's no real life hack, right? But um, uh, I think there is a life hack, right? But this is kind of what he's getting at when you say it. The hard, hard work is the life hack. Mm-hmm. You have to work hard. There's no secret. Like, exactly. So, so the point is, in four years from now, by me working my ass off to help other people, naturally, inevitably, a lot of things will probably end up happening positive for me. Absolutely. There's no no end goal. You don't have, the end goal is the running, but the outcomes that are going to come from that are. It'll be, yeah. Like I said, look, I mean, I ran a hundred kilometers in my mind. I didn't do a lot, but I think, you know, look what's happening out of this. I never thought in a million years, I have like six or seven different podcasts that I'm going to be on. Like I never thought in a million years, this this was going to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, 
Now, can you imagine what will happen if I run across the country? It'll be fucking nuts. I'm going to need someone to make sure I don't have a phone. <laughs> you're going to need an assistant. Yeah. Sachin, you're going to need an assistant and a PR manager. It's going to be. You guys, have, you guys know anybody? And here's my thought. I'm like, you're going to write a book. You're going to yeah. like, there's all these. And you're going to say no. And I remember my, my podcast with Carl McPhee. He's like, when's your podcast coming out? I'm like, get real. I don't have time to podcast. I don't have time to do it. And then like six months later, I was like, hey, Carl, want to be on my podcast? He's like, see? I'm like, shit. You're right. I look at it. I look at it. I have only, I was telling someone else this today. So for me, I have two kids, right? Mm -hmm. I have my daughter and I have me running across Canada. I put that into the same category. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's it's like the mission. Like it's nothing else matters other than that mm-hmm. so, as as, so whatever i need to do to do that that's what i'm going to do so if oh. i need to meet people talk to them that's what i'm going to do if i need to run like i ran nine kilometers before i came on here Yay! Right? So, what, <laughs> so if that's what i need to do that's what i need to fucking do tomorrow like when i post on my stories the workouts for the day that's what i'm doing i'm not suggesting anybody else do it Right. So yeah. if people think I'm BSing what I do for a day, it's, it's there. I'm, I'm not lying. Right. Like yeah. it's, mm-hmm. that's what I do for my workout. So um, I'm just trying to stay as active and fit as possible. Like just, I look at my mental health, like, a, well, it's a holistic sort of thing, right? Like I have to work out. I have to take medication. I have to be connected with people. I have to talk to people. And I, for me, the cannabis does help me. So I, I use a little bit of uh, CBD and cannabis and, and, and it helps me sleep. Otherwise I'd have a lot of difficulty sleeping just because mm-hmm. my mind raises so much and various other issues that I have. And I, I feel like it really starts with something, right? Like it's, you really have to start with one thing and then the other things kind of snowball because you do say like, I can't possibly run nine kilometers if I've had a really shitty sleep. So it it's, all you're kind of juggling all the balls at the same time but you really gotta you gotta get the one going right like if you're juggling at yeah. some point you do at some point at some point you do like i was running on fumes for a long time last year like i was uh not getting to sleep and i was still grinding i'm still running and still like i was doing all of it under all the negative circumstances that i was dealing with to be honest i'm surprised i pulled it off to be honest like i'm, I'm surprised mm-hmm. i was able to run 100 kilometers of train and everything my life was totally upside down for the last few years it's only now been kind of like after the run things have been starting to kind of move in a positive direction before the run was complete i was like every day was like come on man i couldn't catch i couldn't catch a break and then someone told me you need to you don't fucking catch breaks you got to make them yeah yeah make your own breaks you don't create luck you don't create luck right yeah so i was like okay i'll make my i'll make them so I'm just, now I'm just, I'm making my luck. So I'm just going to, you can't deny someone who's grinding, right? Mm-hmm. So if I run 800 kilometers and I raise $30,000, that's going to make some fucking noise. Mm-hmm. And when I do it again next year and raise $40,000, that's going to raise noise. Mm-hmm. And then when mm-hmm. I raise and try to raise more than a million dollars in 2025, well, that's going to be. Expensive. I have a question because this is something that I struggle with sometimes too. Uh, how has your faith changed? faith yeah did you have any before like in no okay do you have any now um and i'm not talking religion i'm talking about like 
any sort of like faith, like human faith or trusting in the universe or letting some things go to say, you know, I'm out of control because I know for me, there were so many things that I felt I needed to control that mm-hmm. I, I, there's so many things I can. And then some things I just have to let go and say like, whew, if this happens, I mean, and it always does, which is kind of cool. So um, maybe, I frame, maybe I frame it a little bit differently. Yeah, cool. I'd love concept. to hear about it. And I think a lot of people probably do this. I'd say, okay, what can I control? Yeah. What can I control? And in a pandemic, right? What can I, I control? Yeah. And I ask myself that, right? What can I control? What mm-hmm. can I do? Mm-hmm. How can I sort myself out? Mm-hmm. Because no one, like the government ain't doing shit for me. I know that. I work mm-hmm. for the government. Yeah. So People who work for the government are the worst, right? Because we, <laughs> we're like, we know that was hit under I the know carpet. How for... the government functions. Not, not bad, whatever it is. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. talk garbage. There's but inside. There's inside. I understand it, right? Yeah. So um, I'm not counting on anybody. No one's going to help me. Nobody mm-hmm. knows what my problems are. Nobody knows what I've been through, right? So how are you going to help me? Mm-hmm. How the fuck is my neighbor going to help me? He doesn't know what kind of shit I've dealt with. Like, he might not even have even an understanding how to even fucking communicate. My best friends don't even know how to talk to me anymore, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. if I... If I'm dealing with a friend, they don't even know how to talk to me anymore. Mm-hmm. So now that is gone. So right. I, I've been dealing with um, grieving as well because I have a 16 years of friends that I just don't even relate to anymore. Yeah. That's I a big part of leveling up. And, That's huge. And they all work law enforcement. And I look at it now, like I was like straight up, I was at work about a month ago and I'm a dog handler. Fucking sweetest gig on the planet, right? <laughs> And um, I'm watching my partner run, running uh, his dog, right? And just kind of spotting for him, whatever. You know, just watching, just looking around. And then I thought to myself, and I was like, I'm wasting my fucking time here. Like, straight up, I'm wasting my time. I could be doing so much more, could be doing so much more product, productive things for other people. I'm standing here fucking looking around. <laughs> It's a waste of time for me. It's actually, but, it's a, it's a mental fuck though, too, because you get so productive that every second of your life, you're, you're focused on productivity too. So that's a, the, the productivity for me, isn't making money. The productivity is if I don't be productive, that person's not getting help. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. it's a different level of intensity, a different level of urgency. Whereas I can't waste my fucking time. I only have four years to get across Canada. I need to start working now. So I'm mm-hmm. on my fucking phone trying to get these podcasts going. So I need people. I'm ready to get out there now, to be mm-hmm. honest. I've been talking to people for the last year, two years or whatever. And people are saying this, that, and the other. I haven't, I'm not, I purposely haven't been coming out talking mm-hmm. to people. Mm-hmm. I'm ready now, right? So I'm, I'm in a better position to have a conversation with people. That's the only reason I'm jumping on these podcasts. I don't fucking care about meeting too many people. Like, I don't want people to know who the fuck I am, yeah. right? But at the end of the day, I think I need to. And it's mm-hmm. almost like it has to happen because I understand how I look. I get it, right? I understand that I'm, I, I work out. I get it that people want to know people that run crazy amount. Like, I get it, right? It's a thing. So that's why I'm doing it. And to answer your question about the faith, I'm not religious or I don't think faith so much, but I do subscribe to some of the philosophies that come from Sikhism. And that's where uh, the religion that I grew up in with my family. 
And um, there are things that are said in that religion that I still hold dear that I don't put too much religious along mm -hmm. it, but mm -hmm. it's yeah. still intertwined. But the, the, the concept of service is integral in a Sikh faith. It's mm -hmm. part of who we are and it's in our blood. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not even, so it's, it's supposed to be what we do. So it's not foreign for me. This is my job to do it, right? right. So service is what we're supposed to do. And compassion is what we're supposed to have. So I've been trying to adopt it more, right? I'm trying to adopt compassion so that I can have more empathy so I can help other people. And if I'm helping other people, I'm helping myself. Mm -hmm. Humility and reducing my ego is also another thing that is taught in the religion. Even though I'm not religious, it makes sense to me. So I'm going to adopt it. Yeah, right? and you don't have to be like encompass the no, whole thing, right? If it makes sense, you know it's not good. Yeah. If it yeah. makes sense, it, yeah. it, 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 you shouldn't do it. So Absolutely. I, I try, and I know that's my fun major issue is my ego. I have to fucking contain that thing all the time. Otherwise, <laughs> that thing goes, whoa. <laughs> right? People pump your tires, and it, 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 it gets hard, right? So mm -hmm. I have to constantly remind myself, uh, you ain't shit. <laughs> just, just relax, right? Because there are other people that, are way more impressive than me, right? People that are running 240 miles in two days, right? So I ain't shit. <laughs> I'm just somebody who's trying to make a difference with the skill sets that I have. That's Absolutely. it. That's the best part, right? Okay. So we are, our podcast is really all about like reinventing yourself. And we know that you have, right? Okay. Like you've already talked about this so much. So I think yeah. it's really important for us to share mostly where to find yeah. you, how do people find out more about this? Yep. Where can they show up to yep. donate if they so want to? I have I have a website, um, okay. statuinmotion.com. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be getting updated in the next couple of weeks. I'm still working on it, but it's still, it's up right now and um, just need to update it a little bit. Um, and my Instagram, it's at satch, S-A-C-H dot N dot motion. Yeah. And um, everything's there. You can follow the journey on my Instagram. I, I'm on that thing all the time. Okay. And it's not, and, and for anybody who wants to go on that, I'm not on there trying to like show off who I am or, or um, you know, like that kind of thing. I'm trying to just look, do work and show how I'm managing myself. It's mm -hmm. almost like a, my own personal blog. I'm not telling anybody what to do. Yeah. I'm just explaining how I'm navigating myself through the shit that's coming around me and that's helpful. and then if someone can and if someone can use that information cool and if someone wants to take some of my workouts cool and hey i'll even throw it out there here now um if any first responder any veteran any current military staff wants to lose a bit of weight or anything dm me i'll hook you up with a nutrition plan while this whole fucking pandemic shit's going on I'm not asking anybody for money. I don't want anything in return. Just if you want some help with something, just DM me and I'll help you. That's awesome. 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 Yeah, this is so, so good. good. Thank yeah, you. Thank you so, so much. much. No worries. Thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me um, get what I'm trying to do out there. And um, mm -hmm. hopefully we can spread this as much as possible. Because at the end of the day, I can't do this alone, right? No, you um, can't. No, I, know, I know running by my, I'll be doing that some of that alone. Hopefully some of you guys will join me. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the logistics of it, I'm not even nearly capable of planning it. 
So right. I'm trying to get the word out there. If anybody's also has any knowledge, recommendations, mm -hmm. suggestions, 2025 needs to happen. Let's make a team. Let's figure it out. Let's go. Well, that's all for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. You can find us on Instagram at From Uniforms to Unicorns uh, on all podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Speaker, all of those. Also, feel free to subscribe. You'll be notified of new episodes that come out and we always love a review. Also, feel free to share with anybody you would enjoy. We also want to send a big thank you to Jamie Green for being our podcast editor and to Jeff Bale at Third Hell Music for our soundtrack. Thanks again, everyone. Have a great day. Love, Lauren and Sharon.